This, this is pretty cool. We're, we finally got you on after, uh, I don't know, a couple of weeks but uh, and uh, a few tests that we did earlier, and uh, you're finally here. Right. So a few glitches. You're welcome. Yeah, we, there were a few glitches. Thank yes, you. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, it's great to have you here, and uh, uh, great to see you on, on the first, I guess, uh, wine episode. So, uh, And I'd like to see it continue. We can do lots of these, answer people's questions, get them away from the from the beer mindset, get them into the wine mindset here a little bit, I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Sure. Get close to your computer. Leave some space for a long stemmed glass and prepare to sample some of the best wines in the world. I remember that. I do. Hello, and welcome to All About Wine, presented on Blog Talk Radio and 1000Mics.com. Welcome to the talk show dedicated to the wine industry. It's All About Wine. It's 7 p.m. Thursday, and this is All About Wine. With All About Wine's resident wine expert, Ron. This is All About Wine on Blog I can hear that. Yeah, it jumped up. Yeah. There we go. This is All About Wine, the talk show dedicated to the wine industry since 2009, featuring winemaker, cellar master, vineyardist, and tasting expert, Ron. Basically what we're trying to do on this program is just trying to educate people and trying to make wine less confusing and more friendly. From coast to coast and around the world. You know, we really have had some some neat people on the program. I, I just, I love that. Holyfield Vineyard and Winery in Baser, Kansas. Organic farm on the coast of Maine near Mount Desert Island. Westport Rivers, Westport Mass. Haberhill.com. The Napa Valley of the Midwest. Rainbornwines.com in Santa Rosa. The Ten Spoon in Montana. Alba Vineyards. We're the largest estate vineyard in New Jersey. Heritage Vineyards and Winery. New Jersey's top rated winery for 2011. India Vineyards on Route 93. the main highway coming right up the center of New Hampshire out of Massachusetts. Levi Wine. We are actually the highest rated red wines in New Mexico. Belvoir Winery. The most well-known haunted winery in the Midwest. I've heard voices at the winery. This is Stuart Scott from Camas Prairie Winery in Moscow, Idaho. Mike Brown, the Wine Growers Association of Georgia. And the executive director. Michelle Meyer. I work with my father, Les Meyer, at Holyfield Vineyard and Winery in Baser, Kansas. Westport Rivers Vineyard and Winery. We're located at 417 Vicksbridge Road, Westport, Mass. And our phone number is 508. I'm on the board of directors for the Minnesota Grape Growers Association. Well, Southwest Wine is actually located in Deming, New Mexico. Lavinia is the oldest winery in New Mexico. Castello di Borghese, the first winery established in Long Island. Lake Winery. And we're located at Cookshire Park in Montana. Mammoth Prairie Winery in Moscow, Idaho. Brotherhood is America's oldest winery since 1839. Ithaca, New York. College of Agriculture and Life Sciences. Grapesandwine.cal.cornell.edu. The website is freethegrapes.org. It's joys, joyofwine.blogspot.com. And a great interest. 
and it's at agraveinterest.blogspot.com, and there's a Facebook for it, too, A Grave Interest. Hello, Irene. Welcome to the show. Hi, Ron. I am so happy to be here. I'm a blogger here in Las Vegas. I've had my blog about six years. Mm-hmm. Sommelier is the name of it, and it will be coming out. Sommelier and, is the name of it, right? The right. new book coming from Jim Lockman. Pretty exciting. Jim Hello, Greg. Welcome to All About Wine. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, you know, I happened to get this wine job, and and then you know, and then there was like no turning back. So I hope everyone will listen to Unreserved Wine Talk podcast because. Obviously, you're already an audio listener, so my website is kind of the hub where you'll find everything, nataliemclean.com. That's N-A-T-A-L-I-E-M-A-C-L-E-A-N. Good evening, Cam. Thanks for joining us today. Welcome to All About Wine. Hey, thank you for having me, Ron. I appreciate it. That's K-A-P-L-O-W-I-T-Z dot X-Y-Z. So we want to welcome you to the show, Kira and uh, Kira. Hello. Hi. We are from, we're born and raised in, in Italy. Hey, wine man, are you there? No. Going once, going twice, going once. Okay, going three times. I just brought somebody on. Hmm. Uh, the, oh, let me see if I can get him on here. Um, back. Ron is here. Ron is here. Can you hear me? Yes. You can. Yes, I can. <laughs> really? This is, we're not just doing this. You're not just pretending. <laughs> Hold on. i got to open a bottle of wine. Actually, here. Yeah, well, Kathy just took my wine. I had some. I was sipping here, and she just grabbed it. Let's see if he's on. I Ron, you there. There we go. I'm here. Yeah, can no, you I hear me? It. You yes, hear I me? Can. <laughs> but I'm also getting another feedback on top of this. I can. I'm, I'm here. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're getting a major delay. And I'm hearing myself asking and talking to myself. And now, all about wine is on. Here's Ron. There he is. It's Ron, the one and only. Um, and that is the end of that uh, until we get to the, uh, well, what we call the outro um, and the ending. And uh, we'll have uh, all the list of uh, guests that have been on throughout the years and uh, have some longer audio clips for you from some of those that you've you've heard and some you probably haven't uh, already. Oh, so, that, that's on the um, outro? Oh, I didn't realize you, you said yes. it on the outro. Yeah, I moved it because, yeah, I moved it because this one says, you know, and now here's Ron. And then you have to sit through another three minutes of the scrolling <laughs> titles. Of it. It, and it does it, say, thank I, you for, uh, all, my engineer sat down and, listened, and watched that you sent me a preview and she did that. <laughs> you came to here's Ron and she took off the headphones and I go, wait a minute, there's more. And she goes, Oh and yeah. She put that, and so yeah, it yeah. fooled her. Even, good. So. Okay. So, so uh, yeah, we'll, well, we'll that's good. That's great, but she kind of agrees with yeah. it. So it, yeah. it's just seemed out of place. So I'll put it at the end, and then after the scroll, we'll hear the uh, the regular outro come out for, you know, uh, thank you for tuning in and drink responsibly and all that stuff. So All the good stuff. Um, all right. But that was the opening. That was our special 13th anniversary <laughs> opening that Mike just put together and just played. Uh, he's been working on that for the last six, seven months now, I believe, and, finally came to a few <laughs> <mutation. laughs> 
three weeks ago. Could not stop and put it down and say, okay, that's good enough. And, and it, you know, there's more. Even today, I was like, God, I wonder if I have enough time to edit this and add this to it or you know, change this around. No. And then uh, the clock rolls around. The clock rolls around this evening. I'm, I've got an hour, and I'm thinking, how long would it take me to make this change? Because it's really just bugging me. Just to do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice Leave story. well <laughs> enough alone. It, it was, it was great. It turned yeah. out great. You didn't have anything to be adjusted. Okay. It was a very good opening there. It was our 13th anniversary special opening. We'll probably pop it in sometime again before the end of the year. I mean, it's mm-hmm. no reason to make it and just play it once. It will throw it out there every once in a while throughout the year as an opening. Yep. So, but yeah, it was I guess good. When I, when I found that clip that towards the end there where the audience is laughing, what you were talking and I didn't have that visual, you know, like the audience or anything, but I heard us, heard you come on there and you say, well, I can hear myself and I'm talking to myself or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh, no. you know, the feedback <laughs> echo, I, you know, it's, yeah, you know. yeah. yeah. I'm really we here. Had, yeah, well, I can hear myself speaking to myself. <laughs> we we had some some tough connections there for a few times. That was unbelievable. Some yeah. of the, over the well, it hasn't been real bad. What the last couple of years, I guess, has been pretty decent, or even more than that now. But uh, well, I tell you, we there was some times, and I would try to get on, and I I would start at a quarter till because they usually let us on at a quarter till so we can talk to each other and it wouldn't connect right. and I started to play and, and do this and do that and I'd text Mike and I'd say what do we do and he says try this try that and I try and it didn't work and I'd turn off and I it just and then at about I don't know 20 after the hour we would say yeah. well I guess we're not going to get it done tonight you know I mean it's just like playing with it for over a half hour yeah, there's been a few shows like that. And uh, yeah. I remember um, when I was going through the audio clips, I remembered, uh, I think yeah, our first show was the 19th, but we had tried two or three weeks before that every mm-hmm. week trying to get on, and there were so many problems. We're like, we can't do the show. And uh, it, it would have started like two or three weeks ago back in 2009, but we just we had too many issues. And, and, and uh, we couldn't understand final- why. I mean, it was... Yeah. You know, equipment on my end, equipment, you know, Block Truck Radio might have had some stuff to do with it and all that. And it just, yeah. it was insane. We just had fun. And that was when we switched to Block Talk Radio. We were on yeah. other formats for, what, mm-hmm. uh, three or four months before that, I guess. You know. it, it started it started as a uh, segment to what I was already doing, like news and opinions and stuff like that. I did like a... I don't know, there was some kind of talk I did about an interview in downtown Tampa, which I don't even remember. Um, I did a show on Kennedy Space Center. I did a live launch there, and I listened to that, and I was like, are you kidding me? I did this? Oh, God. And then then it would be like halfway through, about 30 minutes before the end, I would say, oh, we're going to, you know, have, you know, Ron come up from the, the winery. And, I, you know, we'd mentioned there were some, the wine classes. We talked about Wine Fest. And, you know, so it was, it was like a segment of what was, what I'd been doing for, I don't know, maybe a year at that point. Wow. I don't know what it was, but it listened back to it. I go, gosh, I've been doing this for that, you know, and 
it sounded that bad. No wonder, you know. <laughs> and um, but, uh, that's why I think in the beginning of the intro, we were shocked that we were actually on and made it and you could hear me and I could hear you because that was we had tried at least two or three weeks in a, before that to do this and it was just not working out and all of a sudden it was like you can hear me yeah I can hear you yeah. can you hear me That's, yeah yeah <laughs> that was amazing how we did that and we didn't know what to do yeah. we were going oh okay good you know we said played yeah. with it so much leading up to that and, and in fact yeah. you even came out to the winery during one of our festivals and you set out and you talked about the mm-hmm. festival and all that right outside the back yep. door because that was where the less noise was. And you said, let's do a blog on just just to show on wine. I said, okay, cool. And that's – then we had the nightmare for two or three weeks after that, not being able to connect. It was yep. – but we had uh, two or three others. But over the years, we've, we've had ourselves quite a few good <laughs> – you know, good shows and good contact, but I'm, I'm just thinking AFRN, Armed Forces Radio Network, picked us up for, oh, what was it, about eight months or so? Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. A few years ago, I can't remember exactly what year it was, but we got a contact from Armed Forces Radio Network, AFRN, and any of you old uh, military guys out there remember AFRN was very popular. In fact, if you remember Robin Williams and the show Good Morning Vietnam, the movie Good Morning Vietnam, he was on Armed Forces Radio Network, AFRN. And the Armed Forces Radio Network plays all over the world. They have connections yeah. everywhere. And they picked up different shows and they did it. And they invited us to be one of the shows on there, which I was really ecstatic about that. I was quite uh, humbled in the fact that AFRN picked us up. I thought it was fantastic. And it lasted for about eight months, and then they decided to close down the operations again. And that was it. They cranked it up for eight or nine months, and then they just said, okay, we're not going to do it anymore, which I don't know why. We never were privy to that reason, but it was it was probably something had, I'm probably had problems connecting to Blog Talk Radio like we have. They said, ah, "Yeah, you know, crap it. <laughs> yeah, very possible, yeah." But we it was uh, it, it was good. It was a good uh, good run there in IFRN. That's why whenever people say, "Well, how many listeners do you have?" and it's hard to yeah. say it really because we are on Blog Talk Radio, we are on YouTube, we are on Facebook, but Mm-hmm. were picked up by all sorts of other platforms that we have no idea. Somebody will say, yeah. I listen to you on Spotify or whatever. And we're going, Oh, we're on that. And they go, Oh yeah. We, you know, and it's uh, amazing how many different platforms that people have listened to the show over the years. And people have came to the winery and say, Oh yeah, I listened to your show. I listened to it on this or that. And I, had no idea that we were being picked up by those different platforms. So the numbers are, our numbers, we can give you an idea of what our numbers are from blog talk radio, but that really, I don't think gives anywhere near a true depiction of what we are actually 
the number of people we're actually reaching out there, which mm-hmm. most most of them are on on archives too. I think our yeah. majority of our listeners are on archives, which yeah. is cool. You know, it's just it's just as good. Uh, I I did yeah. pick up a stat here that I saw. Uh, oh, let's see, it's Facebook a Facebook stat. It showed mm-hmm. the some demographics here and the number of men that listen to us on Facebook uh, percentage 36.6% of the listening audience is men on Facebook and 63.4% is women, which I mean, two to one, almost uh, we have more women listening than men in the 18 to 24 year old group. They're showing no percentage of men, but 2% of women. 25 to 34, 3% men, 2% women. 35 to 44, 8% men, 15% of the total listeners are women. 45 to 54, 10% and 10%. 55 to 64, 6% and 18% women. And then 65 plus, 9% of the men and 16% of the women. So... I, I just thought that was interesting, the fact that there's so many women. Thanks, ladies. I appreciate yeah. the, the listening out there. I, I never realized, I I don't know, I never thought about it, I guess, but I always thought that it was about split, but I guess not. I, you know, uh, uh, the female audience is like two to one to the win- men on Facebook, which is cool. I, uh, it's good stat. And so... But we have, uh, it just it amazes me how many different places pick us up. Over the years, too, since this anniversary, we'll reminisce about a few of the other things besides just AFRN. We <laughs> saw a graphic uh, that was sent to us that said that we were, this was what, right before the pandemic, this was back in 19, that we were, the number one food and beverage show for blog in Mongolia. And I saw that and I go, what? I thought it was a joke, but no, we actually, and I don't know how they get these stats or what they do, but I'm sure there are things that trace stats all the time, everywhere for everything, because that's what some people do. And we were number one in Mongolia on food and drink, our food and beverage. And we also jumped right on up there in a lot of Mid-Eastern countries, uh, the uh, Iran, Iraq, uh, geez, uh, Ukraine, stuff like that. We were a good percentage of our listeners picked up the show there and listened to it there. So... It's been picked up around the world. We have a graphic that we can look at through our studio here on Blog Talk Radio, and it shows the countries that have listened to the show, and it's pretty much everywhere. We've had listeners from countries all over the world, which is really pretty cool. I'm really impressed whenever I look at that map. Um, The... uh, 
also in 2019, we received uh, somebody sent us a, a, an email also showing that we were one of the top six blog wine blogs to listen to as rated by Wine Enthusiast magazine, which that was one of my absolute favorite uh, what what's my word I don't know but I was really really thrilled Research? when I saw yes yes I I was yeah. really thrilled when I saw, heard about that and saw that and then we were also on another list of top 25 wine blogs that same year and we were number 12 on that one so we have we, we have been out there uh, for the last 13 years, and Sean and I was looking through wine blogs uh, this afternoon, trying to see where we pop in. But a lot of the blogs are not talk blogs; there are a lot of them are uh, written, and so mm-hmm. we fall into a different category. And all about wine. I mean, as, as far as these blogs go, too, I've realized we do this every week. Mike and I sit down and do our banter and show every week on Thursday evening. We do miss a few. I think we did a total of 48 or 49 uh, this past year, which is, you know, out of a 52-week year, that's we've only missed a couple. But we do this every week. Most of the other wine blogs that I have seen and, and checked into do them monthly or twice a month or periodically, not really a pattern, but they'll do one and then turn all that. We don't. We're here every week, and we are live every week, which is something mm-hmm. that I don't think any of the others do. Everybody else records, edits, fixes it up, makes it pretty, and puts it out there. We don't. We sit down in front of the computers, put our headphones on, and... That's it. What you hear is what you get. That's why we had a three-week glitch at the beginning of the show. I mean, if we were recording, it wouldn't have been anything like that because we could have recorded it and edited it and sent it out there. That's not to say that we haven't edited a few of the shows over over time because there's a few things that happened that we had to edit. But overall, this is what you get. And that's something else, too, because I don't think there's any other show that is live weekly. We are the only ones. And we've been doing this for 13 years now. This is our 13th anniversary. So something we're mm-hmm. really proud of, something that we are ecstatic that we've had I the listeners. We did, we did a couple of recorded shows also, not because of just some of the, the callers, but uh, – Mm. Uh, that would had to be edited, but uh, we had um, a couple because they were on different time zones overseas, and we right. had to change you know, the the normal live show, and and we did I think we recorded those, or didn't we do a we might have done a Saturday morning live uh, I don't remember, but uh, I think we did, uh, and we, it it was yeah, recorded, we, but we did it live and we recorded it and played it on Thursday, mm-hmm. yeah, right, yeah, we did like an encore thing, but yeah, it was it was cool, so. Um, yeah, and it's 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 still going. And oh, uh, number one in Brazil. I forgot who reported that, but uh, yeah, there was yeah. some, some 
contacted you and said, hey, you're number one in Brazil. What? <laughs> Brazil. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. And we're going, wow, this is this really, really yeah. uh, just some great mm-hmm. things we hear about that stuff. And, and you're right. Mm-hmm. I it, We had to record, because the time zone changed, we recorded uh, one in France, I think. Did we record that and then put it on? I know we talked to uh, Greg Jones. Uh, in a morning because he was a teacher at the time. He was teaching at some college and he was not available during our regular show mm. time. So we recorded him early. I remember that. And then well, we've, we've talked to people in Australia and since you mentioned uh, all around the world, we've talked to people in Australia. We have mm-hmm. talked to, uh, uh, I, uh, well, let me uh, pull this up here cause I did some, so we talked to uh, uh, the uh, – now, why isn't this? Okay, there we go. Uh, we talked to uh, – think of his name. Uh, I know it was the Drifting Winemaker was one. Yeah, the Drifting um, Winemaker, the, the Sojourner. The, yep. Uh, uh, the, the Simple Sojourner. Uh, let me see if this mentions his name here. I found the – the link and no why doesn't this show his name on there but he joined us one morning he just we talked to him and he had just arrived in Bali and he mm-hmm. was talking to us from Bali which is like oh cool you know and to be able to yeah. you know and the <laughs> it's, it's really sort of cool too that here we are in a small world uh, because we can talk to someone that just arrived in Bali that morning. I mean, there was no no links or anything else. I could, there, his name's not on here. Uh, it, it shows all sorts of cool stuff and everything that he's done, but I, his name's nowhere on here. Hmm. Oh well. But <laughs> the simple sojourner. Is uh, was his name? If you know, you, you can go on to our website, all about wine BTR and mm-hmm. uh, dot com, and it has a list of all of our guests that have been on. And as far as I know, it's up to date. I Mike pretty is does an excellent job of keeping that up to date and keeping everything posted. And so, close. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it you know might be one or two here and there. Otherwise, yeah. you but stay tuned to the end of the show tonight, and when we do our thank you credits, it has all of that. That whole list is on there. <laughs> so okay, there you go. Did you notice I disconnected? We were talking about problems, and Blog Talk Radio said, "Oh, really? Oh, here, click." Yeah, we'll yeah, show you how to. Call. Yeah, I see. Uh, yeah, I'm on the studio. I see where yeah. you were dropped there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh boy. Okay. Oh, well. <clears throat> Excuse me, but uh, another another sheet that uh, another thing I did here is went through our guest list and saw the number of interviews or number of wineries you talked to in different states, and it, it's really we were quite diversified here. Some of the earlier states, when we first started the show, we would get on the phone during the week and I would call different wineries and I would interview them. And then when the show came, 
I would pull out my notes and I'd tell about the interview and what they said and all that stuff. And Mike, I believe it was, or maybe, you know, my engineer and my wife said, why don't you just have him on the show? I think it was Mike. So why don't we just have him on the show, see if they want to be on the show? So I started to ask him. You know, I do a show. I, send him, I, I would start out by sending an email out, and then I would follow up the phone call saying, did you get my email? I'd like to have you on the show. And we started to get people. We started to get people from all over. But because of the fact that it took about – Oh, I don't know, six months, I guess, before we got around to start having live guests, we missed some of the early states that I talked to. I was going alphabetically, and I uh, missed Arizona, Arkansas, Alabama. I talked to people in wineries in those states, but they actually weren't live on the show. And so uh, Alabama, what? can't remember some of the others that we missed as being I know we missed the A's, but uh we and actually I stopped at Virginia. I haven't done the end of the alphabet yet, con contacting wineries and I've been telling you news and I've been passing on stuff like that, but I really we we've had guests, we've had lots of guests, but uh I haven't talked to any Wineries from Virginia or West Virginia or Wyoming and some of these other states, uh, Vermont. In fact, I do believe we talked to a winery in Vermont, but this is what's happening. We've jumped around so much, and we find guests from so many different places that uh, it's like we've covered them all, but we haven't. But here, I'm going to tell you this. Oregon, we've talked to five different wineries. California, ten different wineries. Nevada, too, and Pahrump in Nevada. Uh, I, I, great winery. Where's it located? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> last week or was the week before last? <laughs> I talked about Pahrump Winery, and I said, it's just, it's just, East of what did I say, Las Vegas, or did I say Reno? Reno. Uh, yeah, Reno. I said Reno. Yeah, I said just east of Reno, and I, that's what I kept saying. And after we got on the show, Mike says uh, it's west of Las Vegas. <laughs> I go, no, and he goes, yeah, and uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, sure enough, west of Las Vegas. So all the stuff I said about. Pahrump being east of Reno, never mind. Yeah. It's not there. It's yeah. west of Las Vegas. And Pahrump has been sold, as a matter of fact. Really? They, the, oh, that's yeah. right. The one. Yeah. They, well, the, they were sold, and they're closing down. I was going to get a hold of the people because I had corresponded with them a few years ago, back and forth, quite a bit. And I was going to call them again, or text them again and see what was going on and I looked it up and they have been sold and so I don't even know who's in charge and then they are closing it uh, bankruptcy I think which I am not surprised because of uh, 2020, 2021 has I'm sure taken its toll on a lot of small wineries. I, I have no doubt about that. 
which is really sad, but Pahrump is one of them. But they are one of two wineries we've talked to in Nevada, and we've talked to uh, a couple wineries in Utah, and I don't think those were listed on the list uh, for some reason. I, I don't know why. But Idaho, we've talked to a, a winery, Montana, a couple of them, South Dakota, Oklahoma, Texas, we've talked to six of them, Iowa, one, Missouri, four of them, Tennessee, three, four in Ohio, uh, New England, uh, that's all the, the wineries list themselves as the New England wineries, we've talked to two. One in Maine, two in New Hampshire, two in Rhode Island, four in New York, 11 in Pennsylvania. And that has, that's the most we've talked to. And that's because there was a young man who got a hold of me and said, I have a lot of wineries that are part of my advertising portfolio. Would you like to interview them? And I said, sure. And it kept on and kept on and kept on. We talked to 11 different wineries in Pennsylvania. Couple in New Jersey, one in Delaware, one in South Carolina, four here in Florida, and so it's it's been a good run all over the country and, and a lot of the different wineries. And then uh, Simple Sojourner, he was in Bali, the uncorked cellar, cellar, C E L L E R, uh, was in Australia. We talked to them, and we also talked to a grower in in Australia. So it has been uh, a fascinating 13 years, what we've done so far, and, and it's not over yet. You know, not over yet, people. Stay stay with us. We're, we have no plans on stopping or closing it down. It's something that I enjoy tremendously, and I think Mike does too. It's just something mm-hmm. that we look forward to every Thursday evening. There are times when Mike doesn't, make it to the show because of ill or out of town or something. And there are times when I am the same uh, illness or out of town or glitches, but we are planning on continuing on. We've over the years, we figure we've got over 270,000 listeners. And that I think is really quite low because we're on lots of other platforms that we have no idea how many listeners. Like I said, AFRN for one. Um, Mob Crush, I think we're still being picked up by that. Mixer, iTunes feeds is picking us up. Uh, Mike yeah. does uh, tweets when during the show, and I'm sure yeah. that that's uh, you know quite a few followers on that. So we are out there, and we are... Uh, got ourselves some some good listeners, and we turned out to be number one in a lot of areas and all that stuff. We have absolutely no plaques on the wall. We have absolutely no certificates for how what we're doing or anything else. But we do have this little bit of pride that both of us have doing the show and hearing from people and all that. And it's been a great 13 years, and we're looking for many more. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. So, 13th year. Tonight, I am having a bottle to celebrate the 13th anniversary of Florida Estates Strawberry Port Wine. Oh, oh it's, very it, nice. 
and it's still very good too. You know, you're always concerned mm-hmm. over a period of time as how it's going to hold up and all this. This has held up very well. It's still you, the strawberry flavors are coming out very nicely, and it's sweet, oh. but it's port, and it always is sweet, and it just it really really is good. I'm ecstatic that it's aged so well. So yeah, got, that's fantastic. Uh, yes, yes. It, uh, so hmm. and it's not discolored. So what, uh, what, what vintage would that? Do you know what the what vintage? Well, the year would be? I made this. What, oh, geez. Let's see. Yeah. Let me think. Let me think. Now, this was made. Scan the QR code. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scan the code. Let me get my phone out here and scan it. Actually, this doesn't have a label on it. I didn't put a label on some of these that I was oh, keeping okay. myself because I need the labels for you know the other ones. Um, I'm trying to think. Let's hmm. see. This batch was made. This was a. This was the last batch I made, and this was made in the spring of ooh, no, spring of fifteen. Wow! No, the the summer of fifteen, because I got the strawberries from the spring of fifteen. So these are the, the strawberries were from the spring of fifteen, and then I fermented strawberries for not a very long period of time, but long enough because I wanted to didn't want to ferment out the sugars. And uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, so this is, this is from the summer of 15 that this was bottled. So wow. we're looking. Held up nicely. Yes, it has. It, it, it has held mm-hmm. up very nicely. Seven years now. Yeah. Seven years. And mm-hmm. it's held up very well. It's, it's, it's very good. I'm very proud of my port. I, had a guy come in once and he said you need to enter this into the state fair because the state fair is held right down in tampa uh fairgrounds are just east of downtown tampa he said you need to enter this in the state fair and i explained to him i don't enter wines into any competitions because it, it just it goes crazy i mean you can the time you spend your money and and give them the wines and all that stuff, and you're competing against so many others. And I said, we don't do it. He says, well, let me tell you. He said, you would win first place with this port. And I go, well, thank you for the compliment. I said, I appreciate that. And I said, and people like it. I'm glad you do. And he goes, no. He said, you don't seem to understand. I'm one of the judges at the state fair. You would win first place with this port. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thanks. <laughs> yeah. But never did. Never took it down to uh, enter it in the fair or anything. And like I said, we just we just didn't do that. But uh it was uh quite a compliment uh to hear that from him. So but uh yeah, this is this is from fifteen. This has been around for quite quite some time and it's still holding up very well too so that's uh speaking of competition and uh wine judgings uh, okay let me find this here the san francisco chronicle i've mentioned that i do subscribe to the san francisco chronicle had a list uh i had a whole section of Bay Area Business this has to be had a whole section of their San Francisco wine 
judging and wine uh, competition. Let me see if I can find it here. Well, no, that's not it. I know it's here because I saved it, but that's not it. Uh, the uh, it, it listed all the wines and everything, and I saved it because I was going to tell you some highlights of it. And okay, this is it's a live show. It's a live show. Oh my yeah. gosh! Well, I'll have to find it and pull it up and ready for next week's show. Then instead of trying to find it during the show. Wow, that's huh. I don't know why it's not here because I saved it. Okay, well, I will do that next week. I'll bring it up. It was San Francisco's, which is one of the bigger ones in the country, one of the most prestigious ones for some reason, the San Francisco wine judging and all that. So I'll bring that up next week and all. But thanks for listening to the show for 13 years, and we hope to continue. If you have any suggestions about the show, if you have any comments, if you know of anyone who wants to be on the show – any of that stuff, email me. I would love to hear from you. I've received a few emails over the years, and it's always nice to hear from people. Uh, I've had a couple of criticisms, which is fine. I'm sure I'm not going to be great all the time. So, But uh, email me and let me know uh, if there's anything that you'd like to know about or if there's any suggestions you have or if there's a feature maybe you'd like to add to the show. Any of that stuff, I would love to hear from you, so let me know. And while we're at it, happy St. Patrick's Day. It is today. And it's also Purim. Mike, you can look that up. P-U-R-I-M. Purim. On my calendar here, it shows Purim is today. And it also shows Holly, H-O-L-I, is tomorrow, which I have no idea what those are. And also, next Monday is Nowruz, N-O-W-R-U-Z. I have no idea what that is either. So, No, we but. got a comment from Jen, uh, from our Facebook page, it looks like. Jen uh, wrote, you have a great voice for this. Enjoyed the show. Yay! Thank you. Thank Yay. you very much. Thank you much, awesome. much Jen. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Um, I was looking at uh, some feeds here from other wineries that we have on uh, Facebook, and uh, the winery at Holy Cross Abbey uh, said Mm. that their 2018 Colorado Merlot is featured in Wine Enthusiast's list of the top 13 Merlots around the world. Wow. That's that's some competition there. That's Uh, some competition. Wow. Kudos. Top 13 yeah. Merlots around the, the world. That's amazing. World. Uh, That's, you know, yeah. yeah, they list, the, they list wine, winemag.com is the uh, link. So, yeah, check it out. Um, wow. From March, congratulations. Very good. Cool. Yes, very much so. That is cool. <laughs> uh, Purim, you looked that up. Did you see, find that? P R I. Let's see. Yes, it's a Jewish holiday which commemorates the saving of the Jewish people from Haman, an official of the Empire who was planning to have all of Persia's Jewish subjects killed, as uh, recounted in the Book of Esther. 
Oh, no, it's a royal visitor. Prison King. Uh, <laughs> uh, dates. Uh, okay, so it's a uh, yeah. uh, celebration of Jewish deliverance as told in the Book of Esther. Makes, uh, How about Holly, H O L I? Oh, uh, get holiday. I'm going to get uh, all. Oh, there it is. Um, oh, it's a uh, popular ancient Hindu festival, also known as the Festival of Love. Hold on a second. Hold on. I got something for this. <laughs> also known as the Festival of Love. Festival of Festival of Spring. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow. On March celebrate 18th. the celebrate the divine festival. love. <laughs> there you go. Um, oh, I never heard of that before. And then another one, Nowruz, N-O-W-R-U-Z. Oh, I put an E at the end. Why did I put an E at the no, end? N-O-W-R-U-Z. Oh, Okay, it's um, the Persian language term for the day of the Iranian New Year, also known as the Persian New Year. It begins oh. on the spring equinox and marks the beginning of uh, the first month of the solar. Um, I can't pronounce this. Anyway, calendar. And uh, that happens Sunday, March 20th. Well, it shows on my calendar the 21st. But, yeah, hey, that's cool. Um, oh, well, yeah. So there you go. There's there's all sorts of stuff. You can celebrate Purim today along with St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. Holly Day, the day of love. And then Sunday is first day of spring or no ruse. Uh, no. Sunday. Or, yeah. uh, Sunday is the first day of spring and no ruse, I guess, now ruse. And also Sunday is Riesling Day. So you can have sweet reasoning, or you can have dry reasoning, or you can have any reasoning you want, but Sunday is reasoning day. And then Tuesday is World Water Day. W-A-T-E-R. Water Day. World Water Day. Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. All sorts of different different things, you know, going on there. And then also, while I'm telling you stuff, tomorrow's National Sloppy Joe Day. Saturday is National National Poultry Day and National Corn Dog Day. I haven't had a corn dog in a hundred years. It's been so long since I've had a corn dog. Dip it in mustard. That's the only way I can eat them. Though they're just so dry without the mustard. Uh, Sunday, like I say, spring. Monday, National Crunchy Taco Day. And then. Tuesday, National American Diabetes Association Alert Day. Uh, check and be sure if you have diabetes. It's an epidemic in this country. I am a type 2 diabetic. It is an epidemic in this country, so take care of yourselves and watch your sugars. Next Wednesday, Melba Toast Day and National Tamale Day. I like tamales. My uh, sister-in-law. Uh, our daughter-in-law, rather, who just passed away from COVID this last August, is Mexican. Her mother used makes tamales for us all the time. Whenever we go over for anything, she always makes a batch of tamales, and I just scarf them up. So, and then next Thursday, since we won't be on until seven o'clock, so you can be prepared for it, is National Chocolate Covered Raisin Day, 
And then this is the Goodwin National Cheesesteak Day. So those that's next Thursday. So you got all sorts of stuff to pop open a bottle of wine and celebrate this week. Anywhere from St. Patrick's Day today in Purim, although that's usually beer, but Purim, I'm sure you can have wine, uh, through National Cheesesteak Day next Thursday. So all sorts of stuff to have reasons to drink wine. Speaking of drinking wine, I'm going to have another sip of my strawberry port from Florida State's Winery. Mm. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that old uh, intro, uh, that first intro we did. Uh, that that intro, I listened to that whole intro. I think the whole intro was like almost three minutes long, and it started, it was like, pull up a chair. Grab your favorite. Yeah. I, was like, Who is this? I remember is that. that, yeah. that was your... And it was like, make room for a long stem glass. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Huh. I'm going to see you. I can see you sitting on the couch with your smoking jacket, your silk smoking jacket on, and a, and a glass of uh, uh, strawberry port. <laughs> yes. <to> <laughs> In the mansion, just uh, just, just pull up a chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All that was yeah, coming. Into, all, I was, all I was hearing years later was like, "Run, run as fast as you can!" <laughs> don't listen to him. Yeah, don't listen. No, no. Don't go the opposite way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you have made some memorable intros <laughs> over the years. Yeah, yeah. that um, Definitely yeah. memorable intros. Uh, let's see. I, I've got a couple of things. We've got some. We got about ten minutes, so I got a couple of things too pass on to you. Uh, San Francisco Chronicle, I don't have the article in front of me on this one either, but the San Francisco Chronicle has been talking housing market in the San Francisco Bay Area and up and down the coast. It is crazy. I mean, you can't believe how crazy the real estate market is out there. And it's affecting Napa. That's why it caught my eye. It's the prices are outrageous. Uh, just an acre of land in Napa is going for a quarter of a million dollars. An acre of land, that's it. Uh, you start getting a few more acres, you start putting houses on it, you start signing stuff. You're looking at some areas that it's costing you oh, $10 million uh, for a little house. And, uh, few acres. Oh, I'll tell you, you know, big cha-ching. Yes. Yeah, over and over and over. It's just it's amazing how, how much it's costing out there. And it's not going to get better. It's continuing to climb. I had saw something in a couple of weeks ago in the San Francisco Chronicle. They were selling a house in well, it wasn't Napa itself. It was right north of Napa. And it was 
a big spread. It had a horse barn. It had a second house, a mother-in-law house, I guess you call it. A the main house was enormous, and it had like six bedrooms and five full baths, and a multi-car garage. So if you're a collector, you can have it. It ha- also had a horse barn and everything else, and it was going for like $62 million and had a vineyard on it and also a crush pad and, and tanks and stuff. But $62 million, oh my gosh. I mean, how can – that's why celebrities are getting – and sports figures are getting into the wine business. They can afford that. Nobody else can, but they, they're about the only ones who can afford that. It's crazy out there, absolutely crazy. Uh, some zip codes here, this article is talking about some zip codes in the desert towns are up 80%. 80%. Let me see what this says here, uh, if it gives a... Uh, here you go. The community of Landers, and uh, where home values soared 84% over the past two years, Joshua Tree saw home values grow 69% and 29 Palms. You may have heard of that. It's been mentioned over the years. Home values grew 63%. And these are all just uh, northern Los Angeles County through the Mojave Desert Basin to the east. That's where all this is. And it's going absolutely crazy in the, the costs of everything. So... That's why trying to find property in Napa is almost impossible unless you inherit it. Uh, that's about the only way. Although there are other great areas around the country that are popping up as good wine-growing regions, and those areas are still cheap. Montana, for one. South Dakota, another one. Even in places like uh, Iowa and Kansas, Missouri, all those are still reasonably cheap. Uh, there's areas in Texas, although when you start getting in some areas of Texas, it starts getting expensive too because Texas has been well noted and won a lot of awards, but it's compared to other areas, it's still reasonably cheap. New York is outrageous. The Finger Lakes area is outrageous. And not only do you have to have a lot of money to buy these places, but you have to have a lot of money to pay the taxes on them each year and to keep them up and stuff. It's not just like, okay, I've got $60 million, now I own this place. It's like, okay, now here's your tax bill for the year for $1.2 million, and here's your utility bill, and here's this. It's, and there's no water in California? Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, Whenever you see areas that are around the country that are selling vineyards and stuff like that, it's just amazing that there are some that are as cheap as they are because it is uh, outrageous what they're charging for the for the properties now. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, let me get off this page here. There's, Looking at that, and that's not what I want. Okay, I'm done with that. Uh, where was it? Oh, 
Mike Brown, 12 Spies, this popped up, and I haven't gotten a, a lot of emails, but I'm glad he did. I, he might have heard the show and started sending me emails, which is great. 12 Spies Vineyard. Uh, it's located, he's, he says, with winter almost behind us and heading into spring. We're looking for a great 2022. Uh, they said that the pavilion it has went through some weather challenges and the construction of material shortages, so they haven't had it finished. Uh, police announced they're setting up 12 Spies Vineyards loyalty program with rewards for purchases and uh, of, of wine by the glass or bottle for points to receive a free bottle of wine. And they are... Uh, starting a bottle club that they said they hope to go well. Friday evenings, they are doing a bi-weekly Friday evening event uh, under the pavilion. And it says the 2022 Chardonnay is now, our 2020 Chardonnay is now available. And they said fantastic hints of oak. And so... 12 Spies Vineyard, they're located at 550 Black Branch Road and Rabin, Rabin, Rabin Gap, Georgia. So R-A-B-U-N, Rabin, Rabin Gap, Georgia. So 12 Spies Vineyards, check them out if you're in that area of the of the country, too. You can always check them out there. But Mike Brown, 12 Spies. I guess Mike Brown's the owner. That's the website. The letter came in from Mike Brown. So, but in Georgia, I've been going to mention that to you for the, a week or so here. And Tassel Ridge, this is the one up in Iowa. They are opening up more with the mask mandate disappearing. They're back to the wine and wood, wine and wood fired oven pizza night. Reservation only, though. Friday, March 18th, which is tomorrow. So if you're in southeast Iowa, this is available from 5 to 8.30. Pizza served until 8. Uh, individual wood-fired oven pizza for $15. You get to choose all sorts of different toppings on this. They have a variety there. Uh, so... A good way to go. They are also taking reservations for seating, set down seating, and tours to the vineyard, all sorts of stuff. They are opening up more and more. They have been pretty much subdued because of the COVID, and they are back now again, starting to do a lot more, as is most other wineries. So you can check your local wineries and check your check your local listings and. Find if your local winery is open up again for tastings and all sorts of stuff. Um, one other thing I want to mention about our anniversary, too, is we've lost some great people, some great wine people over the years. Uh, there's uh, quite a few, and, and it's something I don't make notes of because uh, I don't. There are a lot of great wine people that we've lost, uh, different ones that have had wineries, ones that we've talked to on the program and got to know. And it's sad to think that they're no longer with us because they 
made great strides and they did great stuff in wineries and stuff. So uh, we miss those and uh, we continue to do so. And our thoughts go to the families of those whenever uh, the anniversaries or any special events come up. I'm sure they miss them also. But wanted to mention that about our 13 years of doing this. Uh, there's been some people that have been on the show that are no longer with us. And let's see, what had something else? Let me see if I can find it quickly here. One other thing I wanted to mention. Oh, Tablas Creek. Here we go. Tablas Creek's blog. I don't know if you get that. You should. It's very easy. Go to Tablas, T-A-B-L-A-S, TablasCreek.com. Simple as that. And subscribe to their blog, Tablas Creek blog. Very informative. They do a great job, but he's showing... He does some great pictures. He's a, has a, on this particular blog, he's talking about the bud break, and he's showing a lot of pictures of the buds popping out and tells about the times that they usually come out and stuff like that. A very interesting blog, and it's always full of pictures, so you can always uh, see what's going on. They are located in Charlotte, North Carolina, Uh where the email comes from, and Tablas Creek, I believe, is in North Carolina. Uh, no, I don't know. That's where the blog was. So I think that's it. So uh, check them out. Check out the blog, Tablas Creek. If you don't get it already, I do highly recommend it. It is always an easy read, five minutes. You can have it read, and it comes out once a week with something. And it's quite informative. It's always a great way to introduce you to things that you probably didn't think of and all that. I've used their blogs for bases for shows that I've looked up extra stuff and all. So, the Tablas Creek is in Paso Robles, uh, California. Paso that Robles, was. okay. I didn't think. Yeah. South Carolina is right. What's this South Carolina? I guess that there's, might be who's generating their blog or North yeah, Carolina. There's another one that we have talked about that is in South Carolina. And golly, I can't can't remember it, but I yeah, I get that one confused with them. Um, I don't know. Tablet Creek is uh, organic. Uh, they yeah. have guided tastings uh, and tours, and um, they have uh, free roaming alpacas and sheep and. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Good. Curbside pickup and it's awesome. biodynamic too. Mm. They they mm. go they go biodynamic, yeah. You know? And they talked about that stuff yeah. on their their blog. So it's it's a really really an interesting blog. Uh, mm-hmm. I look forward to thinking. And like I say, it's an easy read. So if y'all don't get it, then I do seriously suggest that you subscribe and give it a chance, give it a read. It's uh, it's free and it's it's interesting, so do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. I we did pull up. Done. I did. Pull you up, did pull. Uh, Marco uh, Marco uh, Borghese. Uh, oh the, yes. Uh, one of the owners yes. of Bello de Borghese. Uh, he was one that uh, uh, did was on the show. I remembered him. He's on the. He was on the intro when you see the Castello uh, de Borghese scroll up and he's talking. Uh, that was him. Uh, he did pass away June 30th in 2014, I think it was. Uh, yeah. um, he was in an auto accident, wasn't yeah. he? I think, I think that's what yep. happened. Auto accident. Yeah. 
yeah, it was on a curve, and yeah, what a sad. But yeah. um, it, and then we just a, another winery in Missouri, <clears throat> and I can't think of her name now. Uh, I, I apologize for that, but uh, she passed away uh, last year too, I think, from COVID. Uh, and I, I don't know, you know, I'm sure there's others along the list that we haven't heard about, but I'm, I'm sure there's others. COVID yeah. spares no no one and they no boundaries or anything so i hope there's not a lot but i'm afraid there might be a few so yeah. but uh yeah thank you yeah I, I, he was one i was thinking about too so mm-hmm. we are done with our anniversary show we are done with saint patty's day but i am not yeah. done with my strawberry port so i will continue drinking that and uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Save it, and we'll talk about it on the uh, the 15th anniversary and the 14th. Oh, we can talk about it <laughs> yeah, next year and the year after. <laughs> how long it goes. And, you know, until you, come up. Keep, until you open it up and you go, oh, this isn't right. <laughs> this isn't right. Oh, well, kept it too long. But this has held up well. I'm really, really. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm really surprised it's held up this well. It's really good. Uh, wow. So. But, you know, it's got, got enough sugars in it that it's, I think that's helped holding it up. And it's not real high alcohol. Oh, it is. I, you know, I think it's like 14% alcohol and it's 15, which isn't yeah. too high for, it's got a lot of, a lot of sweetness in it though. So we are done with our okay. anniversary show uh, for another year. But uh yeah. Again, thanks, everyone, for tuning in and making All About Wine what it is for the last 13-plus years. And we hope we keep you entertained and satisfied with information about wine. And, again, if there's anything you'd like to, like to address or you know any guest you think might be interesting. Speaking of guests, speaking of guests... We are working on getting some guests from England on the show. And that's, I'm afraid it's going to be one of those recorded shows, too. I, it was, I shouldn't say just one. I think there's going to be more than one. Uh, a young lady, Melissa, contacted me and said that England is doing a great job on sparkling wine now. And they're really getting rave reviews, and she wanted to know if we would be interested in having the show that are making sparkling wine. And of course we are. Why? That is a no-brainer. So we've been corresponding and trying to find a time that is good for recording because right now, at eight o'clock Eastern time, I think it's like what two o'clock in the morning in England, and so. Yeah, somewhere almost, almost. Uh, I'm showing one o'clock, but I don't remember when they changed their time because they changed their time and <clears throat> they they uh, do the same thing, but it's like a week or two later than we do. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I think it's uh, something. We're talking about that. And I also just received another letter from a young lady who has a, another guest in England who does biodynamic uh, farming and, and grapes and stuff. So that is just starting. We'll have to get something scheduled with them. So coming up, 
the rest of the year and, and going into our 13th year, we've got even more guests and more interesting interviews and more timely information and timely stuff. Uh, oh, I know that the second one was talking about climate change, too. The uh, the recent email is talking about climate change, how it's affecting the grapevines all over and all that. We've talked about that a lot, so he might be interesting, yeah. too. So that's... Ooh. Little preview of things coming up. Yeah, I just received that email today, this morning, so I haven't had a chance to send it to you, Mike. But I'll I'll get that out to you and let you see it. But uh, okay. yeah, that's uh, to it. yeah. We got we got a lot of a lot of good stuff continuing on all about wine, and so thanks for 13 years, and we hope to be together with you for many more. Yes. At least next week, uh, Thursday. Thursday will be our next show next Thursday and uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time, Eastern U.S. time. Uh, thank you, everyone worldwide. Um, we just have a little a little extra uh, video to play tonight uh, with the thanks to all the guests that we've had. And uh, it's it's a uh, it's a list and you'll see us again. <clears throat> our little pictures on there. And uh, just a quick thank you. And then the regular outro will start. So uh, have a great evening. Have a great week, weekend coming up. And uh, thank you for tuning in. And thank you for uh, the anniversary. Yeah, thank you. We'll see you all next Thursday. You've not lived the winery life until someone walks in at 8 o'clock in the morning with six samples of the same wine that they've crafted a little differently and said, okay, we're going to start tasting these and decide which one we're going to bottle. And you're thinking, oh, I just had eggs and bacon. Oh. <laughs> I think that's part of the lesson for your listeners, too, is that there's some really terrific wine being made all over the United States. As you mentioned, you know, Michigan, Virginia, uh, uh, I mean, Texas, Colorado, uh, Ohio, Missouri. Yeah. I mean, the first AVA in the United States was in Missouri. I mean, Missouri. these places have some history in their Missouri. Yeah. I mean, first stuff, but you're right. They don't make enough. I, I want to be able to sit down in my chair and have my ashtray, my cigar, a little bit of a libation if I decide to have that. And, and I want to be able to just be there. And if somebody comes over to me, uh, I, I want to be able to yell at them and tell them to go away. <laughs> and I want it to carry. And it carries better indoors when I say, why are you bothering me? Among other things, the fact that it's going to show Lebanon in a really, really, really good light. A lot of people around the world think about Lebanon as a crazy country defined by mayhem, chaos, war, uh, guys with beards, guns. And that's, that's only one side of Lebanon. That's only the Lebanon for the past 20 years. 30 years. Wine has been part of Lebanon for 7,000 years and is so ingrained in our in our culture, um, the relationship with the vine. Call in and the information and talking with us. We're looking forward to, to this uh, as a regular segment. Open up another one. Yo, I don't know if you can hear that on that end, but that was a cork. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yes, I did. All yes. right. <laughs> all right. Excellent. The only thing I can come up Very with. Very good, Mike. I'll, uh, all right. We'll be it. talking to you. Uh, Live next week. This concludes tonight's broadcast of All About Wine with your host, Ron. For show information, links to All About Wine on Twitter and Facebook, or to be a guest on this show, 
visit the show website at www.allaboutwinebtr.com. Archived shows are available for download on iTunes or on our show page at blogtalkradio.com forward slash allaboutwine. Thank you for listening. Drink responsibly, and we'll see you next time on All About Wine. All About Wine. All About Wine. Oh, I forgot to do that. Yeah, it was di- – oh, let me end. Oh. Forgot to close off the. Okay, and the green room again. And the green room. <laughs> One more.